Welcome to the Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, with your host, Director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome to the Veterans Perspective. I'm your host, Zanetta Adams, Director of the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. And today we are talking about mentorship, friendship, camaraderie. We're talking about the Buddy to Buddy Initiative. And joining us today, some of our guests will be Emily Rissman, Community Analyst and Jennifer Lamb, Strategic Outreach Manager, both from the MBAA to talk about the Buddy to Buddy Initiative, and Daniel Shenavier from the Buddy to Buddy Initiative as well. So we'll be talking to you about the Buddy to Buddy Initiative, about ways that you can not only participate as a mentee, but ways that potentially you could be a mentor as well. So as always, you can always call us at 1-800-MISHFIT. That's 1-800-642-4838. But in the meantime, stick around because we'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. We are in week two of the new year. Do not forget to write down 2022 for the date because quite frankly, I've forgotten several times over the last couple of weeks already. But we're talking about many different things today. A lot of it being, uh, you know, mentorship and friendship and, and, and how can we how can we help each other, you know, um, mentally and emotionally and even with resources. And so um, joining us, as I spoke before, are going to be Emily Rissman and Jennifer Lamb. But, you know, before we get to Emily, we're going to be speaking a little bit with Jennifer Lamb, who is MBAA Strategic Outreach Manager. I just want to tell you a little bit about her because she actually guest hosted on this show before. Um, and she's back with us, but she's a guest. And she is the Strategic Outreach Manager. And she's been that in that position here at MBAA since April. She's a Marine Corps veteran. She's married to a Marine Corps veteran, and she comes from a family, a long line of family service. And trust me, I know what the date of the Marine Corps birthday is since she's been working with us. Jennifer is a licensed clinical social worker and has worked with veterans in Michigan for years. She is not a Michigan native, but has loved this state so much that she has moved here twice now. Welcome back to the show, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me. I love being on the show. How does it feel to be sitting in the other seat? Because I know you were in the hot seat a couple of times. You know, it's been my greatest pleasure to have you let me guest host every now and then. But it is so nice to be sitting here on the other side and just to be able to have a conversation with you instead. So I appreciate you letting me sit on this side of the microphone instead. Well, I appreciate you in both roles and, and you know, um, and, and the work that you're doing with Buddy to Buddy. And I know that you you know, you, you came from University of um, Michigan as well, where this program was um, conceptualized, really. And we'll talk a little bit more back about that later in the segment. But, you know, as we're talking about um, camaraderie and, um, and, and, and coming together peer to peer uh, on this show, I think it's important that we talk about we're talking about kind of that emotional health, mental health and even connection to resources. But I think it's important that we talk about I would say the elephant in the room right now, and it's COVID. <laughs> um, I agree. You know, I know last week on the segment, I kind of talked a little bit about um, how my family and I were really shut in this, this holiday season with COVID. I mean, I threw out a lot of food because nobody wanted to eat because we were all sick. Um, and we're dealing with that right now. So I, I would love to talk about ways that we can continue to stay safe as we try to get over this hump of this Omicron, Delta, you know, there's always a variant. And as we try to get through this, 
this time period in Michigan, how our veterans and family members can limit exposure. Um, what, what are your thoughts there? You know, um, as you know, but of course, all of the listeners don't know, I too was struggling with this. My family and I went on vacation and um, through our vacation, we've been very careful through this whole entire uh, COVID since it since it came out, but through our vacation, several of us in my family got exposed and actually came down with COVID. And I think it's really important to have this message and try to destigmatize what it is to have COVID, because my family, myself, I've had my vaccine, I've had my booster. I was very very careful, and sometimes it doesn't matter how careful you are. But what we did find in our family is kind of the stigma about getting attacked by this virus, having your family shut down by this virus, and how important it was to really have our community circle around us and help us because it was very difficult to get groceries to take care of ourselves when none of us could get out of bed for a couple of weeks. And, yeah. you know, just really talking about it, I, I'm hoping will really help. It's aggressive and contagious, but it's not something that uh, we should have the stigma about catching if it does hit your household. You know, you, you raised a good point. And I, you know, I was so, you know, lucky to have friends who did drop off like Euconex and, and medication because we couldn't go out either. I mean, I ended up having to get the um, antibody treatment because, you know, some of my pre-existing um, conditions, you know, it was a little scary that even though I'm vaccinated and all those other things that I had COVID. And so, um, but I couldn't go out and nobody else could because we were all sick. And so to have that, that person in your life and, and not everybody has that person. And so I think that's why it's important to get connected with buddy to buddy, quite frankly, because not to say that that person is going to come deliver your groceries, but maybe who knows. Right. So, I mean, I think that developing friendships and relationships um, with people is important. It's important, especially when we come to times like this. And I think it's important for people to know, first of all, that there are places that you can look at to not only on, on the, MDHHS website. You can check out how you can get a vaccine, locations near you. You can find out where you can get testing. But most importantly, one of the things that was so important for me is that when I when I got sick, I reported to my doctor after I took my home test and I was able to get that antibody treatment within those 10 days. If you're not talking to your doctor and you have pre-existing conditions or you're not getting, you can go spiral downhill really quickly. So just make sure you're taking care of yourself and that you're looking out for yourself. And do you have any other nuggets of wisdom for them, Jennifer? You know, one other thing that I learned is many of us are taking the home tests right now because it's a way that you can confirm whether you've been exposed or not. There is a lot of tracking information out there, whether people are comfortable with it or not through MDHHS. There's a app that you can download to your phone. But the only way that works is if you do call your local health department with your positive results, if you do if you if you do find that you're positive so that you can help share the information with other people anonymously that maybe they have been exposed by being around you absolutely thank you so much for that information and just remember out there that it's listen it's not a time to blame anybody like oh you gave me COVID. everybody's getting COVID. i mean i used to not know anybody personally who had it and now i know several people who have had it personally so including myself so don't beat yourself up we are going to be talking about buddy to buddy and that friendship and that 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 uh, camaraderie when we come back on the veterans perspective. So stay tuned.
All right, we're back on the Veterans Perspective. And as I told you, we're gonna be joined by uh, Jennifer Lamb, who was just speaking um, as we talked about COVID and uh, staying healthy, but we're also gonna be joined by Emily Rispin, MVAA's community analyst, and she'll be telling us a little bit more about the Buddy to Buddy Initiative. Welcome back to the show, Emily. Thank you. Wanted to tell you all a little bit about Emily. Um, Emily has been a part of the agency for nearly eight years as a community analyst. She's one of the agency's employees that is still currently serving as a member of the Army Reserves and has recently returned from a deployment down in sunny Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Welcome back to Michigan. I know that's saying welcome back during the winter, but uh, yeah, I mean, you had to put that in there, sunny, right? <laughs> hey, it's like 10 degrees outside. You always have to throw out the sunny weather when you can. Yeah, that's not fair. But <laughs> um, but so so glad to have you back. I'm so um, grateful that you were able to come back to us after deployment. I know that not everybody has been so grateful, and we're we're grateful for their service and sacrifice. But we are we're we're grateful to have you back and serving in a capacity with our buddy to buddy. So uh, let's talk. Yes. Yeah, so our buddy to buddy initiative um, that we have here at the UNR that we have at Michigan Veteran Affairs Agency, we had inherited from the University of Michigan. They originally started their efforts back in 2009, I believe. Um, Jennifer, you probably have some more of the history behind it, but they developed it as a way to really um, go after the stigma of asking for help. Uh, you know, we are just finishing the Iraqi surge. You had a whole bunch of veterans Army, Air Force, Navy, Marine Corps coming off some pretty intense experiences through their service. And the University of Michigan saw a need to get um, individuals who have had those shared experiences um, trained to support their fellow veterans. You know, one of the things that we always hear about is that shared human experience that those who have served um, you never quite get that unless you're talking to a fellow veteran. And that's one of the beauties of our buddy to buddy program is we take volunteers who have honorably served their country and haven't finished their service. You know, they wanted to take a nether go at supporting their fellow veterans, um, regardless of era type, regardless of discharge type that just need, um, you know, an extra an extra hand, a um, little bit more information, and this Buddy to Buddy program provides that tools, those tools and that communication skills and that support network for us to continue providing support to our fellow battle buddies, our fellow veterans, our brothers and sisters that are located throughout Michigan. So, you know, that's, that's great information, Emily. And so I, you know, I, I know we talked about your your um, service and your continued service right now as a reservist. And, you know, I know that we, we've served National Guard members and reservists as well, including our veteran population. I would just ask you, um, you know, you were just deployed and, 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 and you've been deployed before and you know people that are deployed and some of those people uh, not necessarily struggling with mental health, but maybe they just, they just need some connection to the outside world or the civilian world to get reconnected. Um, how would you say that Buddy to Buddy can help with those individuals? Yeah, so um, being in the Army Reserves, just coming off of deployment down in Guantanamo Bay, experienced over in Afghanistan, the 
we were, you know, separated from our families. You know, we had our soldiers, um, our NCOs, our officers that were there. And those are the people that we had to lean on during our good days, our bad days and our ugly days. And you really form that bond with these individuals that are part of your unit um, that you're really reliant on to help keep you going from day to day. And here in Michigan, the Buddy to Buddy um, initiative in our volunteers, they really do take on that role that you might be missing since leaving your time in service. Um, They're there, you know, just to listen to you. They're there to talk how your day's going. Um, A lot of people just need that connection right now. And that's what the buddies do is they provide that connection, whether it's just a simple, hey, how are you doing? Let's go get some coffee. Or if it's something a little bit more, you know, working through um, mental health crises and getting them connected to the veteran navigators that can support them through those, you know, that time in their life. Maybe it's employment needs. Maybe it's, um, you know, as you, you kind of joked, going to get groceries because your household's infected with COVID. Um, that's the buddies really can do the full gamut. It's really finding the need and getting connected with the most appropriate volunteer we have, um, you know, that has agreed to step up and wanted to continue their service. Um, I know Jennifer has been working with these folks over the summer while I was gone and has some pretty interesting stories of the support that they've been able to provide. But I mean, Jennifer, do you have anything that you think that you could share with? Yeah. So, you know, as you're talking, one of the things that really happens with something like this peer mentoring program or this, when we talk about building a tribe is you're looking for these very minor connections that mean the whole world to somebody. And so sometimes in the buddy to buddy initiative, for example, you might have someone like, like the three of us that are sitting here talking that can talk about, you know, as a veteran, sometimes my spouse gets all of the attention or my spouse uh, feels dominated by my veteran service. What do I do about that? It's very hard to Google. It's very hard to find a resource specifically that can point you in that direction. But having somebody that you can lean on, that you can talk to, that you can share that experience with that can say, oh, I've been there too and I know what you're talking about. Here's a few things that have helped me in the past. And so when you think about a a program like this, it really is helping build a network of individuals that you can reach out to and say, have you gone through this? Because I'm going through this and I'd love to find someone that could lend me a hand or, or hop in that foxhole with me and help me figure out the right way to go. And that's really where this program has been for all of the years it's been in Michigan. And that's really where it is under Emily's direction uh, through MVAA. It's an opportunity for veterans that are just looking for somebody that might understand where they're coming from to get it and then to help them find the answers. Well, and I was going to ask you too, uh, Jennifer, you know, with you having been, you know, around with U of M at the time that Buddy to Buddy was created under, you know, you know, great program that they ran. And then now, well, you know, what are some differences? Because I know people ask that. There are so many differences. And I feel like that's going to be my dying breath is to say it's different because 
it's gone through a lot of iterations. When it started at U of M, it went through many different changes to find the right place. And where it is now at MVAA is really what I feel in my heart, the right place for Buddy to Buddy to be. It's not a peer su support or a certified peer support specialist. We have those in the state specifically for veterans. It's not even peer-to-peer -peer programming. It's very specific peer mentorship, meaning that you have somebody that's looking for a little bit of extra help and they're looking for a way to connect. And this, in, in my mind, I've seen it over many years when it was at the University of Michigan. I've seen all of the work that's been done now. It's in the right place. Where it's not is going back to the very beginning of our conversation, oh, running a program like this in the middle of a global pandemic that's unprecedented and getting the word out there and keeping the word out there is very difficult, which is why we do talk about it often. But I really do think this peer mentorship, it's not the buddy to buddy that you thought it was or that it used to be. It's new and it's also using all of the same elements that made it really successful in the past. Well, that's great. And, you know, I, I love that Buddy to Buddy is doing so much and that it continues to grow and that it survived. And so, you know, when we come back from a commercial break, we'll be talking a little bit more about, you know, uh, how you can get involved and uh, what else you can do to make uh, Buddy to Buddy better. So uh, we'll be right back on the Veterans Perspective. Welcome back to the Veterans Perspective. We're talking with Jennifer Lamb and Emily Ristman of the MBAA about MBAA's Buddy to Buddy initiative. And we were just talking about, you know, the differences between and, and how the program or initiative has evolved and, and as it sits in the MBAA. And so, you know, you know, I had a, you brought up a brought up a great point, um, Emily, when you were talking about how, um, and, and I think it was Jennifer as well, you're talking about how the three of us are kind of chatting right now. And, you know, there's this, this synergy in our conversation and, you know, are there opportunities for buddy to buddies, um, mentees and mentors to have like virtual meetups? Yes, uh, we host a weekly meetup um, through Microsoft Teams. So it's all virtually and it gives us an opportunity to see each other and have those um, conversations to share what's going on, who is communicating with the veterans out there, um, their wins, some of the really cool things that they've been able to accomplish in their communities. Um, but we also share some of the not so good stuff and talk about our struggles. It's really there as a sounding board for new ideas and just lean on each other as um, volunteers, as an MVAA staff. Uh, to really work out the kinks and be able to provide some phenomenal services and support to our veterans. You know, I think that's great. I used to participate in a wind down Wednesday uh, with women veterans, and I know it's still going on right now, but it was one of those things we were, we were able to get together and shoot the breeze, but, but in shooting the breeze, people would start talking about their, their claim process or their frustration of, you know, dealing with such and such things. And, and people within the group had had great information about, you know, oh, you know, you can contact this organization and they can help and you can contact. We are our best resource. We are our best resource. And the, the best resources are those who've gone through a lot of those processes. And that's why I think 
Buddy to Buddy is such a, a great program because it allows us um, to, it, it allows us to uh, have that camaraderie, but also have that resource that's been tried, trusted, and true um, in a veteran just like us. And so, um, Jen, did you have anything else you wanted to add with that? I do. So actually, you know, one of the things I want to kind of take it back just a second so that people that are listening, Director Adams, understand the Buddy to Buddy program a little bit. So Emily is going to talk a lot about all of the work she does to help the volunteers really be ready to be mentors and to help with other buddies that they're, you know, connected with. But if you have a veteran who is actually looking for that support or that mentorship, these volunteers that Emily works with then go back and do something very similar to what we're doing on the show today. They have conversations. They talk to each other. You have somebody who's a trained volunteer talking with a veteran who is in need about what's going on in your life. How are things going for you? And we're really trying to listen very carefully to see if there's support services or even resources that they might be able to give to them. So even the conversations that we have are very similar to what somebody that is in need or somebody that's volunteering would have as well. It's just a matter of having a warm, open ear and listening to what somebody else is saying. Yeah, that's great information, Jennifer. And I, and I would, um, I would ask, you know, before we start getting into, you know, really talking about, you know, how someone can get involved and become a mentor, because we've, we've touched on it as always call 1-800-MISHFED if you want to get um, paired with um, uh, someone as a mentee, you want, you want, you want to get a buddy, right? Um, as we're talking about pairing, how, how are mentors and mentees matched? You know, it, there's a variety of, there's a variety of options. Sometimes it's based on geography. Sometimes it's based on a similar era or the same branch, or maybe it's based on the need. Maybe somebody is going through, um, higher education and they want somebody who utilize their GI, GI benefit bills and benefits. Um, so it really depends. You know, we ask to see what the veteran wants, um, what are they interested in getting? And since we have a great slate of volunteers to look at, you know, to look at, um, we, we do a really good job pairing them and meeting their needs that way. So I, I, I you, you hit a good point, Emily, and I'm just going to say this to, to everyone listening, that you don't have to be in crisis or be struggling with mental health or substance abuse or anything to utilize buddy to buddy. You could be doing something as simple or not as simple, depending on where you are in your life as trying to get your education. And so, and looking for somebody who can help you through that, why not? Why not utilize this opportunity for somebody who's been through it and struggle through it? Cause I've been through a lot and had to go through a lot of the processes and my goodness, I wish I had some people that were able to walk me through it and help me out without me having to bump my head a couple of times to get where I needed to get. So um, how can someone, if they're looking to be a mentor, how can they take part in that? What do they need to do? Uh, well, we took a lot of our um, processes online just in response to the COVID pandemic, but uh, we've taken what used to be an eight hour in-person day um, and we've pared it down. So. If you're, if you're on top of it, you could probably make it through the entire process 
within within that eight hour period as well. Um, you could reach out through 1-800-MICHVET to receive an application. You could go to our website and under the benefits section, we have a great um, blurb in the application online. You can email us at mvaa-b2b at michigan.gov. Um, there are ample ways to get connected and get the application. Um, and then once we get that, it's it's very straightforward. We ask for a copy of your DD-214 to verify honorable discharge. Um, we go through a background check. It is something that's required to be a volunteer with the state of Michigan. And then once you meet all of those and you pass with flying colors, we then start you through the training process. We have a lot of self-paced video series um, to try and get that general knowledge we have veterans who volunteered who have been in veteran service provision 20 years. We have volunteers who just exited the service not long ago. So there's a wide ranging in knowledge and um, experience with the veteran world. So these videos really help just have that foundational basis and knowledge of what veteran service provision is in Michigan. Then we do a one hour virtual one-on-one -on -one training um, to go through what it is to be a volunteer. Talk about those um, communication skills, how to do warm handoffs, what to do when you're struggling, um, you know, and then the, the not so fun piece about the reporting so we can keep up to date on what all the great stuff people are doing, but that it's very, um, it's very robust uh, and it's, it's met our need in the interim with COVID. We are looking forward to um, eventually going back to in-person with cohort type of training. Um, Jennifer and I have talked about this quite often about building those um, cohorts. So you have that team that you went through the training with, uh, you know, and we're gonna get there one day. Jennifer, do you have anything you'd like to add about that? Let me just throw in there, even if you've never volunteered before, even if you've never worked with veterans before, Emily and her team of buddy coordinators across the state are here to make every volunteer successful and feel like they know what they're doing. And so if somebody's listening to this and I think it sounds really great, but it sounds overwhelming, know that you have a super amazing support network behind you with Emily and her team to make sure that anybody that volunteers as a buddy volunteer for the state of Michigan is well supported and trained. So I have two quick questions if we can, uh, before we wrap up, um, you know, are, is there a certain level of education or um, employment that you need to be a mentor? And then also what are ways that the community can support? Absolutely not. Um, the only thing that we really have that's been carried over from the University of Michigan is the honorable discharge. Uh, as long as you served your country and you served honorably, we want you on our team. Um, there's no education or employment requirement beyond you served our country. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your time. We'll be right back on The Veterans Perspective with Daniel Shenavier. Welcome back to The Veterans Perspective, presented by the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency. Now, your host, director of the MVAA, Zanetta Adams. Welcome back. Our final guest today is Daniel Shinover from the Buddy to Buddy Initiative. And also coming back and to this segment is Emily Rissman. So welcome back to the show, Daniel. Thank you, Director Adams. It's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit about your history um, again for the group. 
So uh, Daniel is a U.S. Marine Corps disabled veteran that served um, in from 95 to 99 um, until he suffered a catastrophic leg injury. Prior to that, he achieved the rank of E3 Lance Corporal and his MOS was amphibious vehicle operator crew member. After uh, that time in the Marine Corps, he went on to achieve his bachelor's degree in business administration and a master's in human resources. Um, currently, he serves as the buddy-to-buddy volunteer coordinator with the Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency, helping our veteran community to grow and, and really for the public to recognize that the service of our veterans um, that they've provided to this nation. So welcome back to the show, Daniel, and thank you so much for all you're doing for Michigan. Well, thank you, Director Adams. I certainly appreciate that. It's, like I said, it's always a pleasure to be here and to get our voice out there a little bit. Yeah, and so, you know, we've really been talking today, really it's all been about Buddy to Buddy. Um, and we're talking today about um, some of the great things that Buddy to Buddy can do, but I wanted to dive in a little bit further with that. And so um, we've talked about, you know, what being a veteran means. We've talked about um, the importance of it, but really, can you tell us some of the benefits that a, a mentee could receive by taking um, part in this initiative? Well, you know, I've thought about that question myself quite a bit. And to me, the biggest benefits that mentees get is that they, they learn from other veterans. They learn that they're not alone. They learn that there are a whole host of professionals out there with different backgrounds, different education, different experiences who are there to help them out. So to me, that's the biggest benefit. They're connecting with a community of like-minded individuals. They're learning, they're growing, they're experiencing new knowledge, and they're able to give back. And so to me, those are the biggest benefits I see. So was Buddy to Buddy at the U of M, was that around during the time that you um, were discharged from the military or when you were injured? You know, if, if it was, I truly don't think, I don't think I ever connected with them. When I got discharged in 1999, there was almost no resources that I was made aware of. Um, I happened to have a family friend who was an older gentleman who was able to help, uh, help me and my family out with doing a VA claim. But I don't remember too many benefits at that point in time that actually helped me out. So if you had known about a program like this, how, how do you think you might have utilized it? I think at the time, if I would have known of a program like that, I would have been very excited. Because when you first, when, when a veteran first gets out of the military, they're, they're active, they're raring to go, they're, they're ready to make things happen. And when they can immediately connect with a resource center, with a service that, that helps veterans with other veterans, I think they're going to tap, tap into that immediately. So as a mentor, can you tell us, um, you know, one, why you're passionate about doing this, but two, what kind of, what kind of things have you helped veterans with in this role? Well, I think my passion stems from the fact that when I got out, I was injured. I had to fall back on my family. There wasn't a lot of resources there. And over the years, I've worked in uh, the nonprofit world helping people out. And during that time, what I've learned is that when a person when, when a person learns the joy of helping somebody else out and they have a particular skill set, they find joy further in life. And so to me, my passion comes from helping those veterans who were in that situation that I myself was in and showing them that, hey, they're not alone. Hey, there's somebody there that cares. Hey, there's somebody here that's been there, done that, has walked the same, you know, walked the same pathway. And so to me, that's where my passion comes from, is just putting people on that, on that pathway. Um, as far as helping people out, some of the things that I've seen, some of the things that I've done, it could be just something as simple as having a coffee conversation with somebody 
having a phone call once a week, um, being a voice of reason that says, hey, you know what? Even though this is not an emergency situation, um, I'm here for you. I'm here to guide you. Let me connect you with these people. And that can be anything from housing to one-on-one assistance to employment help, whatever. I'm just, I'm, we're there to provide that assistance. So could somebody who, um, who maybe they are really good at helping people with resumes, could they be a mentor? And, and I mean, that's really where their passion is, is helping people with resumes. Absolutely. That could be a part of their, their growing process themselves. If their particular background is writing resumes, helping with employments, helping with developments, who's to say that they can't learn from the people that they're mentoring while their mentees are learning from them as well. So to me, it's a growth, growth situation on both sides. Um, so, you know, I wanted to pitch to Emily um, quickly. Have you seen those types of requests? I mean, I, I know that, you know, there are people that are reaching out and have reached out in the past to buddy to buddy, either under our helm or, you know, while it was under U of M for, for some of that mental health support. Um, but, you know, for resume writing, I, I guess I would never have thought, to reach out to buddy to buddy do you see that yes we see all kinds of um ask for help uh, as far as resume um writing uh we've had people ask to do like interview prep um and build those type of soft skills needed to find um better employment we've seen um things getting connected with um, like recreational opportunities with a uh, team red, white, and blue, what's going on with, um, you know, your fraternal organizations, like your American legions, VFWs, like there's so many, um, inquiries that we get and our buddies because of the skill sets and their experiences as being veterans in Michigan, they, they really can do the full gamut of, um, support and assistance for our fellow veterans. So what if a veteran um, wants to help, wants to be a mentor, but they only have two hours to give a week? Is, can they volunteer and be a mentor? Absolutely, 100%. And we, we are welcoming to mentors who can give an hour a week, give an hour a month, give 10 hours a month. Um, we really want to support them in how they want to give back to their brothers and sisters. So, well, that's, that's excellent. So, you know, before we wrap up, uh, Daniel, can you just um, tell us what do you want veterans to know about the Buddy to Buddy Initiative? I guess what's the number one thing you would want them to know? I want them to know that they're not alone in their journey. They're not alone in their travel. They're not alone in their struggle. That there are people out there who are passionate, who are caring, who have information and knowledge that they don't have. And I always joke with people, but it's also serious at the same time. I tell them that if I don't know something, I know the right people who do. And so I would like veterans to know that we know resources, we know information, we know connections, and we've been there, done that, and want to help out. We're passionate about it. Well, that's great, Daniel. And, and Emily, you know, we, you know, Daniel just mentioned resources. Again, how can, how can the community support? Maybe, maybe there's someone who's not interested in being a mentor right now. Maybe they're a mentee or they're not interested in being a mentee right now, but they want to help. How can they support our efforts here at Buddy to Buddy Initiative? You know, one of the best things to do is just share that the that this initiative is still here. We're still going strong. Um, we still have a footprint across the entire state. Um, be willing to hand out flyers, whether it's to become a mentor, whether it's to support the veterans. Um, maybe it's just, you know, become one of our veteran connectors, you know, asking that question for 
their, you know, their um, audience, whether they're a nonprofit, they're a school, they're an employer, whatever they might be, you know, asking their audience that they support, you know, have you served? Is there anyone in your household that ever wore the uniform? Um, one of the biggest things that we just could use all the support in the world is just amplifying the message that the Buddy to Buddy initiative um, is here. And we have a slew of volunteer mentors that are raring to go to support our veterans, to support our currently serving service members in the National Guard and Reserves um, with whatever it is they might, they might need. Um, big, small, everything in between, uh, we're here for you. Give well, us a call. Thank you. thank you both so much for joining us today. And I also want to thank Jennifer Lamb for joining us again today. And I know we covered a lot of information, but don't forget all of our shows can be downloaded as a podcast from WJR.com slash Veterans Perspective. You can also find out more about how to sign up as a mentor or a mentee at Michigan.gov slash MVAA. And you can search our um, outreach efforts and search for Buddy to Buddy there. You can also reach us for any questions and information as discussed at 1-800-MISHVET. Um, and also, finally, if you're struggling or you need someone to talk to, call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255, press 1, or text 838-255. See you next week on the Veterans Perspective.